When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here we are two days away from the game that is either going to send the Colts home or send the Colts to the playoffs, and I am stoked. I am so stoked that I decided, you know what, what the hell, we're going to sit outside today. We're going to, we're going to grit out the elements in a way that I don't think Colts fans would. Even a game this big, if they played this game outside, how many people would show up in Indianapolis? In Buffalo, they fill it. In Lambeau, they fill it. Lucas Oil Stadium, rip off the roof going to be like 30 degrees. How many people are going to come in and watch a game? I don't know. I'd be there. I'll tell you that. Look, we need to be built of heartier stuff because the Colts are built of heartier stuff. We're going to talk about that a little bit. The injury report. We'll talk about that. We'll answer questions that are going to determine who's going to win this game. This game's going to come down to one play. It's going to come down to a pass. It's going to come down to a kick. It's going to come down to a turnover. Somehow or a combination of all three. But there will be one play that will determine who goes to the playoffs and who doesn't. Which of these teams is better built to make that one play? Talk about that too. We will talk about you know, the, the co- this, there, there is a bit of a competition, I think, between C.J. Stroud and Gardner Minshew. We've got to compare and contrast these two quarterbacks. Now, granted, these two guys... They are surrounded by 10 other guys each play. And it's those 10 other guys that in large part determine what these quarterbacks were able to do. But looking at the numbers, there are kind of a, a couple of interesting takeaways as we look at Stroud versus Minshew, Minshew versus Stroud. Whoever gets top billing, I don't care. Whatever you, whoever you want to list first, you go ahead and do it. Then we're going to talk about Gay versus Fairbairn. Fairbairn. Gay Good kicker. Most expensive kicker in the National Football League. Fairbairn, good kicker. How good is he? We'll talk about that. And we're going to answer a lot of questions about this game. And it's in the answers to these questions where I think we're going to figure out who's going to win this game. Quentin Nelson, you know what? He is the lone member of the Pro Bowl on this team, and he didn't want to talk about it today. So he said no to the media. He's the first guy in that room that said no when asked, hey, you want to talk? Since, in my memory, Gonster Cheryl's. <laughs> it's been that long ago. And we were not talking to Gonster Cheryl's, perhaps, about going to the Pro Bowl. That was not that was not the issue. I don't know what was, but like Chap turned to me and said, Your turn. I went up to Gonster Cheryl's and said, You want to talk today? Nah. I said, okay, there you go. Uh, Not exactly the same today with Quentin Nelson, uh, but, you know, he didn't say this, but we know why he doesn't want to talk to the media, and that's fine. IU Women tonight on the Big Ten Network, 7 o'clock. I can't wait to watch them. Fun to watch a team with Indiana on the front of their jersey that you enjoy watching play, isn't it? That's, That's joyous enough for me to want to watch. And, and they play with enough joy 
then I think this is going to be fun. So let's watch that game instead of watching Big Brain Theory and Young Sheldon and whatever comes on after that. I think it's another episode of Young Sheldon. Good heavens, is this what we've come to? Watching Young Sheldon. I'm watching Indiana University Basketball Women's Edition. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now for Thursday, January 4th. I got my dander up. January 4th, 2024, brought to you by the great people at MyBookie. MyBookie's wonderful. MyBookie, here's what they're going to do for you. You sign up, you make your first deposit of $50 or more, and they're going to cover it with up to $200. And that two, they're going to apply that to your account. You bet that amount once, and it's free for you to withdraw. It's released, you can withdraw it. How about that? Bet any game anytime, anywhere, mybookie.com. you got to use the promo code KENT. So use the promo code KENT in the show description. All the details that you need, as soon as we do, we're done with the live, we'll put that in the show description and in the comments. Yes! Make sure and subscribe to this channel. We had Shane Steichen earlier tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock. Michael Pittman Jr. is going to talk and we'll have that for you at 10 o'clock, a cameo appearance made during that media availability. Uh, let's talk and uh, like the video, because you know what? It's the polite thing to do. And if you want to make a donation, make a donation. Let's talk about this. Do you think we're going to extend Pittman in the offseason? I do. There's no way they don't. There's, I, I don't think there's any chance that they don't extend Michael Pittman Jr., uh, Chris Ballard loves to extend his own picks. He loves doing that. And, and he says, you, if you play at a certain level and you show yourself to be a Colt, we're going to reward you. Has Michael Pittman done that? Check and check. Michael Pittman Jr. has been huge this year and throughout his career. This is fourth year, and he absolutely deserves whatever number the Colts can uh, bestow upon him. He's a $20 million a year wide receiver. Really good, and I don't think we've seen his best days yet. So, uh, But let's talk about the injury report. Here's what we learned. Robert Woods, questionable, did not practice. That's for the Texans. Chris Lammons, questionable, did not practice for the Colts. Those are the two guys who did not practice who are questionable. For the Texans, we lead strong. We're, you know what, we're not above hoping that Texans don't play because of injury, are we? So we're leading with the Texans. Texans uh, who are out for Saturday, Noah Brown, wide receiver, and Jonathan uh, Grenard is out. Jonathan Grenard's got like 13 and a half sacks, and Noah Brown, really good. And both played last week, so these aren't long, you know, <coughs> goodness long-standing injuries. These are kind of recent, and so these two guys are going to be out on Saturday night. That's good news for the Colts. Um, for the Colts, Ryan Kelly, Quentin Nelson, they were limited today. They did not practice, or they were limited. They are questionable. Kenny Moore, Zach Moss, Braden Smith, questionable. They were full go at practice today. These guys were limited for the Texans, and they are questionable. Laramie Tunsil, Will Anderson, Sheldon Rankins, Malik Collins, and Andrew Beck. I'm going to tell you right now, 
all right? And I have no inside information on this. So it's not like somebody's whispering in my ear, hey, these guys are going to play. There is no chance whatsoever that Ryan Kelly, Quentin Nelson, and Braden Smith are not going to play Saturday night. There is no chance that those guys sit out this game. Zero. None. Under no circumstances are these guys not going to be playing Saturday night. Now, I can't speak for the other guys, but those three guys, they will be up. I think Kenny Moore is going to be up, too. We'll see. Chris Lammons, I think it's more likely he's going to be down. Uh, Zach Moss, I don't know. He looked pretty good out there today, but it's not his legs. We saw him running around in practice a little bit, catching a football. We didn't say, you know, forearms are a little bit tricky to assess during practice because people really don't practice with their forearms. They're not getting hit. We're under attack. Those, uh, those are biplanes, three biplanes flying over our neighborhood here in Tony, uh, northeast side of Indianapolis. All right. Colts are now one-and-a-half-point dogs. People keep betting. The money keeps favoring the Texans, so the line needs to be adjusted. I don't get it, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Stroud versus Minshew, maybe this is one of the reasons. Stroud this year, 299 for 473. And uh, 21 touchdowns, five interceptions, 3,844 yards. Minshew, 292 for 466, exactly seven shy in both attempts and completions from Stroud. If Minshew opens up seven for seven on the first drive, if the Colts get the football, they're going to have exactly the same number of completions and attempts. Minshew... 3,164 yards, 15 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. So yards per attempt, 8.1 for Stroud, 6.8 for Minshew. That's a big deal. But in a one-game shootout to go to the playoffs, not so much. Kickers, you've got Gay versus Fairbairn. Gay, 30 of 37 this year, 7 of 11 from 50 or beyond. Fairbairn, 26 of 27 Five, four of five from 50 or beyond. That one miss was a 51-yarder that he missed against the Colts in week two. There you go. Uh, Fairbairn missed a few games in, in November and into December. Gay has been up for every single game. We'll see. Gay's due, right? I mean, Gay has not, he's missed like two kicks every year of his career. This year, he missed seven. Now, uh, Steichen had no problem running him out there to hit 57 yarders, which are tough. And he hit the upright a couple of times. Let's hope that doesn't happen this week. Quentin Nelson refused to talk to the media. Quentin, you want to talk? Nah, I'd rather focus on the game. The real reason, I believe, is that he's the only, he knows what people want to talk to him about being named to the Pro Bowl. And he doesn't want to sound ingracious, but he could not care less about being named to the Pro Bowl, and asking him, why do you think you're the only guy from this team going to the Pro Bowl? He doesn't want to answer that question because, again, he doesn't want to seem ingracious. The answer is, there are guys in this room that absolutely deserve to be there and that I am the only one that was chosen is ridiculous, but I'm going to represent them with the uh, panache and gusto that I... He wouldn't say that. He said, I'm going to try to represent them well. All right. Interesting hearing Shane Steichen 
talk about Quentin Nelson today. He, he was asked if he was familiar with Quentin Nelson, and he said that he coached him in a Pro Bowl. And he goes, you know, first time I saw him, I saw him from behind. I saw that back. I was like, my God, what a big guy. Look at that back. It's exactly what I thought. I saw him out at Ruoff Music Center. From behind, I was like, that's got to be Quentin Nelson. You know, there's no way that back belongs to anybody else. It is an absolutely unique piece of property on the uh, the body of Quentin Nelson. It is ab like Orlando Pace from behind. I saw him in a bank in St. Louis once. I didn't see his face. I saw him from behind. I said, that's got to be Orlando Pace. There's nobody who looks like that from behind. Quentin Nelson? Yeah, Orlando's got the whitest head in the history of heads and ears that stick out like cab doors. So, you know, and it was. It was Orlando Pace. Quentin Nelson, that back is his calling card. You know, it's not the front. It's not the face. You look at the back and you're like, Quentin. Um, questions and answers about the Colts game. Can the Colts, and these questions, the answers to these questions are going to yield the result of the game. Are the Colts going to be able to win this game? The answer is contained with the response to these questions. And, and it's up to the Colts to respond to these questions on Saturday night. Can the Colts yield yards but restrict points? That is the modus operandi of the Gus Bradley defensive scheme, right? You give up yards. You don't worry about yards. But when you get into the red zone, you restrict the opportunity to score. I don't agree with that defensive philosophy. I don't like it. I understand it. You don't win because you got more yards. You don't win because you won the time of possession battle. You win because of points. But yards equal points. And I don't, I don't like giving ground in football. I just don't. It rubs me the wrong way. It's against my principles of the game. Can the Colts break their two-game string of turnover-free defensive efforts? The Colts went their first 14 games generating at least one turnover with their defense. The last two games, donut. Can't have a third game in a row, right? It's ridiculous. I think it's good they got those two games out of the way. Now, they can go generate some turnovers. We remember, you know what? We remember Kenny Moore against the Panthers with two pick sixes. We remember the season opening game where DeForest Buckner picks up a fumble caused by Zaire Franklin, takes it to the house. That's what we want to see. We want to see not just turnovers, but defensive scores. Let's go. And you've got to put pressure on the quarterback in order to make that happen, which the Colts did the first time around in Houston, causing a fumble by C.J. Stroud, which led directly on the following play to a touchdown by Anthony Richardson. Uh, can the Colts avoid a giveaway for the third game in their last four? That's the key. Absolutely the key. You win the turnover battle, and you can't help but win or tie in the turnover battle if you don't turn the ball over. You're going to win this game. Uh, can fans lift the team to cover what minor gaps exist between the Colts and the Texans? Texans, you look at the numbers, you look at what they've done this year, Texans are about that much better. Playing at home, is that going to lift the Colts to cover that gap? That's up to the fans. you got to come out and you got to be loud. And I usually poo-poo that kind of crap. I don't believe in it. I've seen teams play really well in front of empty seats. I've seen teams play terribly in front of full houses. 
it generally doesn't make any difference, this week it does. And the belief, I'm telling you that this absolutely matters. I've been this baseball specific. Game three or game seven of the NLCS between the Cubs and the Marlins, I walked into Wrigley Field with Dan Dockich and the great Bill Pabst, and I was like, have you ever felt a place this negative in your life? This, there was a sense of foreboding prior to that game and during that game that was inescapable, and everybody felt it. There was a, an awful psyche collectively in Wrigley Field that night. Then, in 2011, at Game 7 of the World Series between the Cardinals and the Rangers, that place was as chill as could be. It was awesome. People, like they were walking around confident. There wasn't anybody at Bush Stadium that thought for a second that the Cardinals weren't going to win that game. You got to come into that building with that psyche. You have got to feel positive when you walk into that building, and you should, because this isn't the Colts team of previous of 2021 when they collapsed their way out of the playoffs. This isn't last year's team when they collapsed in Dallas and they collapsed in Minnesota. That's not what this is. This is a confident team led by a guy who has his eye on the now in Shane Steichen. This is a guy who believes he's got them believing. Hopefully, he's got you believing. And in turn, when you go to Lucas Oil Stadium Saturday night, your belief can lift them. It happens. I always thought it was a bunch of shit, to tell you the truth. I thought it was garbage. I thought it was pop psychology. I thought it was owners trying to sell tickets and make people feel like they were a part of the success or failure of the team. Not this game, baby. This game, you come believing, and that belief, that sense of belief, is going to pervade the grounds of Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, will injuries favor Colts? It does right now. And like I told you, Kelly, Nelson, Smith, they are going to play. There is no way those guys sit out. None. Zero. Zach Moss, Kenny Moore, I don't know. Their injuries are a little bit goofier. But ankles, you can get ankles right. And like I told you yesterday, Colts have somebody on their staff. He is a magician with ankles. Do not be surprised if all three of those guys play. In fact, I would be stunned if one of those three offensive linemen did not play. Indiana women, tonight, 7 o'clock, BTN, playing Michigan. To hell with Michigan. Beat their ass. Beat their ass. I'm going to enjoy it just as much as I would if Jim Harbaugh was on the sidelines coaching the Michigan women's team. There is nothing like beating a Harbaugh team. I hope the Colts get an opportunity to do it in the playoffs like they did in the regular season. Let's go Hoosiers. We'll talk more about the Colts and, and the Texans coming up tomorrow. I cannot wait for this game. And, and part of the reason for that is being in the Colts locker room and being around these guys, there's a sense of confidence, not arrogance, belief and confidence that they're going to win this game and they're going to go to the playoffs that you can't miss. It is completely different from 2021. We'll talk to you tomorrow. I can't wait. I, I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. All brought to you by my bookie. Remember to like the video. I am, I, I told you, I told you Tuesday, I was going to ramp myself into a, a frenzy of positivity. Tuesday, I was like, ooh, how do you beat these Texans? Today, I'm like, we're going to kick their ass. And tomorrow, I'm going to be even more effusive about it.